And now back to... to, to this to, is the Rich Eisen Show. Now and now. Hey, everybody. Open your eyes. It's a beautiful sight. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Today's guests. Seahawks wide receiver DK Metcalf. Bills wide receiver Gabriel Davis. NBC Sports Boston Patriots insider Tom Curran. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Yes, it is. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show on the air here on NBC Sports on Peacock and NBC Sports Audio Sirius XM Channel 85. We're thrilled to be on this terrestrial radio network coast to coast thanks to our friends at Westwood One. The Cumulus Podcast Network is what takes all three hours and puts it in podcast form for you to consume whenever you don't well, please, because this is America, folks. It's your right. It's our request that you hit the RSS feed button and subscribe. We appreciate that. Do that with our YouTube page as well, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. Closing in on 450,000 subscribers on our YouTube page. And uh, so much fun stuff sitting there. Um, And we say hello to everyone listening on the Odyssey app as well. Good to see you, Chris Brockman, for hour number two. Hey, Rich. Good to see you. Welcome back. A terrific job on uh, Overreaction Monday um, in hour number one. If you missed that, go to our YouTube page. Mike Del Tufo. Uh, good to see you here good for hour number two. two. Yes. All uh, right. Hour number three, you will be out. The bullpen is warming up. <laughs> okay, right, right now, I do believe Jason Feller he, just sat up. down. He's warming he's up. He's an yeah. hour early. It's great. I'm the, I'm the starter. Don't run out of gas, Feller, okay? I'm the we need you. We need you. We need you. We need he's you Rivera. as fresh as you can in about an hour from he's now. He's Rivera. I'm like Pettit. Um, and uh, wow. TJ Jefferson, good to see you. Just like, you know. Yeah, it's great. To now, you've spoken to our, <laughs> you, you've, you, you've spoken to our next guest more recently than I have, correct? Yes, man. We, uh, we you saw, saw each, DK Metcalf. Where did you see him? DK Metcalf. I ran into him at WrestleMania ah, in the AT&T oh, wow. Stadium. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. We were both, uh, we were in the Peacock. Um, ah, Yellowstone, Yellowstone Suite. Yellowstone Suite. Oh, and then nice. I met him at the elevator right after the, uh, very good. The main event. And we, uh, How about posted that? the picture. Oh, now, and now DK Metcalf is starring not only in the role of, top-notch wide receiver in the National Football League who's been pizzed for the Seattle Seahawks, but he's also in Paramount Plus's Secret Headquarters, which is available for streaming right now. He plays the role of a baseball coach for a middle school team in a movie that stars Owen Wilson, Michael Pena, and more. The great DK Metcalf back here on the Rich Eisen Show on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line. How you doing, DK Metcalf? No, doing good. How y'all doing? I'm doing fine. Do you remember chatting with my friend TJ Jefferson? DK? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. What's up, man? Um, I got a pair of boots uh, out of the same suite. Okay. Yeah. Very good. I got mine, too. I never brought yeah. them in and told you guys about them. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you're not just saying that because you're trying to one-up DK Metcalf now, are <laughs> no, you? No, they came. Okay. They came. So, uh, what are you, uh, who's your favorite wrestler, then, in the world of uh, WrestleMania? Uh, DK? Well, I grew up a Triple H fan and Shawn Michaels fan, um, you know, but I know Triple H is taking on a different role. You know, in the wrestling uh, world, but you know, I was just there. Uh, you know, my old PT is the D- PT for WWE right now, so I was just visiting him, and uh, you know, we had a, a good time. You know, at WrestleMania. Do you ever think maybe you want to do something like that once you're done, DK? Oh no, sir. Hey, I saw <laughs> Pat McAfee out there, so all credit, uh, you know, to him for having the balls to just go out there. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. DK DK looks like he'd be at least the Intercontinental Champion right now, as swole as he is, man. 
Look, that's too much jumping for me. <laughs> it's not the jumping, DK. I think it's the landing, the, the yeah, bumps. That's, that's, probably, yeah. that's the thing, you know. The right. bumps get you. Yeah, I can't imagine you'd have a problem with contact. I mean, that's what you do professionally, in a way, DK Metcalf. So, um, all right, so let's just jump into it here. What did you uh, make of Drew Locke's performance the other night, DK? Uh, I thought him and Gino did, uh, you know, pretty good for – you know what the offense has has asked of both of them. You know this off season and then going into the this uh, preseason. Uh, I think it's going to be a, a fun stretch. Uh, you know coming up here soon. Um, I'm just excited to see who's going to win the job and so we can get to work this uh, season. Okay, so um, I guess that you that was my next question is how do you, as somebody um, whose job it is to receive, uh, approach a quarterback competition? DK Metcalf. Oh, I sit back and you know let the guys work because I'm I'm not about to you know throw my opinions out there or um, you know any of that. But I just go to practice and you know try to build a bond and a relationship and encourage both of them uh, just so they can be the best that they could be you know on the field when we uh, go out there. What was your? Um, I guess let me just come straight through the front door. Did you think Russ was leaving? Was the writing on the wall? DK Metcalf. Uh, no, sir. I mean, I was surprised. I was at a, a Gatorade shoot when I got the got the call, so I was just as surprised as everybody else. Um, no, I didn't think him nor Bobby was was leaving. I no. thought both of them were going to retire as Seahawk. But you know, some things change, and you know, business is business. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, so I'm just happy I got to play uh, alongside of both of them. Did he give you a ring, Russell Wilson, to say I'm out at all? Uh, yes, sir. He uh, he told me. We talked uh, right before release to the public. Okay. So you knew that was coming. Um, and then I guess Bobby told me that he learned <laughs> through the media. So I guess he didn't know either that he was leaving. So no. what, I, I just know how many Seattle Seahawks fans felt completely unmoored that day, that they, they, they had lost two incredibly um, fan-favorited players. How did you feel on the, on that night after Wagner and Russ were gone on the same day? DK. Um, I mean, it hurt me because uh, you know I didn't expect them to leave so soon. You know, and 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 I've only got three years to play with both of them, but uh, just happy that I did, and just the knowledge and the wisdom that they shared with me, and you know all the memories that we I made with both of them. Uh, they were just two amazing players on and off the field. So just like I said, man, just happy I got to play alongside of them. Yeah, and then you were the third domino in that whole equation DK Metcalf for Seattle fans saying okay so Russ is gone and Bobby Wagner's gone if DK goes I don't know what I'm going to do with myself so how close were you to uh potentially uh following suit and wanting to maybe not be in Seattle DK Metcalf um I mean of course there were doubts if I was going to be in Seattle or not but at the end of the day you know I prayed about it and you know I, I thought about getting traded for like 30 seconds then i snapped out of it and i was like no i just can't up and leave like that so uh i mean this is the city that drafted me this is the the team that that believed in me from day one so you know i can't just you know leave when when uh things get tough or when things get hard so you know just seeing this whole process through and you know just being here uh and, you know just assuming my role as you know, a leader on this team, whether that be vocally or, or by example. What is the process right now, I guess? Because the, the idea that you would sign there, I think, gives Seattle fans some comfort that you see a plan in place that many in the media and maybe in, uh, you know, amongst the 12s don't see. 
So what do you see, DK Metcalf, there? Uh, I mean, we just we lost Bobby and, and Russ, two great players, but there were still, you know, 10 other people on the field with them at the same time. So, I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a different makeup, but I don't see things changing, you know, that drastically. Um, you know, we got to find a quarterback. Um, and then, you know, the defense, I think, has reloaded and is hungrier than ever. So, uh, I mean, we just got to believe in ourselves and, and know what we have in, in that building, you know, on both sides of the ball that I think we could we could surprise a lot of people this year. DK Metcalf here on the Rich Eisen Show. So um, then for you to be paid as handsomely as you've been paid, DK, I remember you at the Combine when there were questions about you coming out when you did, whether you were making the right move, certainly with your injury history. And I remember, I, I believe you were FaceTiming with your mother that you got through the combine and you not only got through it, you crushed, you, you beyond uh, impressed everybody. I wonder what that moment was like when you put pen to paper for you. Uh, I mean, my mom and dad was right there. You know, when I signed, I had them on FaceTime. Uh, I mean, it was just like a, a sigh of relief, but, you know, it, it's not you know, everything that I wanted to accomplish in life. I mean, I still got a lot of work to do. I mean, I still, you know, have other goals and aspirations to reach. But, you know, just, you know, taking this milestone down off my checklist is is great. Um, I know my financial advisor told me, Joe McClain told me a great quote. He was like, in moments like this, you know, you've been working so hard your whole life with your head down. Just lift up your head, take a moment, see where you are. Give yourself a pat on the back and put your head down and just get back to work. And I guess it can't be lost on you or or he as well uh, that AJ Brown paid in the same off season as well. Your right. teammate. Yes, sir. I mean, we have the uh, both have the same agent, um, and I know AJ's put in a lot of hard work just to get where he is. Um, and I told him I'm super proud of him, and he told me the same thing. And you know, we we're just gonna be brothers for life, man. I'm I'm, I'm super proud of where AJ is. Uh, DK Metcalf here on the the Rich Eisen show. Okay, let's get to this movie, man. Uh, how did you get involved with a movie? Is this something you want to be doing? Secret Headquarters is yes, the sir. the new movie. You you're, you have a cameo in it. How'd you get involved in this? Um, well, I went to my agency at CAA and mm-hmm. just asked them, like, look, I know, you know, football isn't going to last forever, so I want to be an actor when when football is over. And they they uh, you know sat me in front of you know some agents and directors and. You know, I met with agents and directors in L.A. and to show them, you know, I wanted to be, you know, an actor one day. And all last season, you know, on my off day, I took acting practice um, every Tuesday and, uh, you know, just landed a role uh, in a Jerry Bruckheimer uh, film. Mm. I know he's the uh, owner of the Seattle Kraken. So, That's right. You know, it was it was like a, um, you know, a, a easy, easy uh, addition for me to be in a movie you know, when, when he's a fan of Seattle as well. So uh, just going on set and just being around, you know, great young actors um, was just, you know, amazing how I see how an athlete works, you know, their butt off just to get where they are. But just being on set with other actors and actresses was just, you know, eye-opening to me that, you know, everybody works hard, you know, in their respective field. Yeah, I got Thomas Jones in uh, in studio tomorrow. Uh, he is making a career out of acting after running for 10,000 yards in the NFL and doing so much more. So um, clearly this is possible. The question is, is, is how good are you, DK? Uh, 
I mean, let's 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 self scout. How good are you as an actor? I right mean, now? just turn up, just what turn on the film. You know, I'm going to keep at it. I'm not going to give up. I mean, I'm, I'm all obviously looking for you know some more words on my on my paper, but um, I mean, it was just fun just just to be on set. I uh, just took in the whole experience and just looking forward to doing it doing it again. Okay. You're humble. I understand. Eye in the sky doesn't lie. It's just like the NFL. I get it. So <laughs> so let's visualize. Let's positively visualize then, just like you do uh, f- f- before a big game. Uh, you, you would want to be with wh- what type of movie, if you could choose to be the lead actor in, and who would you want as your co-star in that film? DK Metcalf, if you could wave a wand right now and make it happen. Um of course, I would. I would definitely do a comedy with Kevin Hart. Comedy with Kevin Hart, so not action film with you know uh, the Rock or anything like. You choose that. You choose Kevin Hart over the Rock is what you're saying right now. I'm choosing Kevin Hart over the Rock, and then at a close second, yes, me and the Rock in a in a Marvel film. Aha. Uh-huh. Well, that's 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 where the contract you get signed looks like chump change. If that happens, right there. I mean. <laughs> Let's be honest. I mean, that's the way to go. Okay, this is great. So you take acting lessons in your off time? Is that what you're doing right now? Yes, sir. I love it. Yes, sir. It's fantastic. All right, last question uh, for you. I got two more, but one one for my kids. How do you choose your hair color, DK? How do you choose that? Um, I mean, it's whatever I feel that day. If I feel like I want to change my hair color tomorrow, it's going to get changed. I'm just very spontaneous with my hair color. Um, I know it was a kid at Seahawks training camp who wanted me to change my hair color to red. So that's probably what I'm going to do next, um, you know, just when I get bored. But it's very spontaneous when I change my hair color. So you take requests. So you're saying you take requests from, from people? I don't take requests, but <laughs> if, if I feel like the needle needs to be moved, then you know, it, was, it was a kid that said, hey, I, I want you to change your hair color to red. I'm going to probably – you know, think about it long I'm telling you, man, kids dig you. DK Metcalf, kids dig the hair color. They dig the mouthpiece that looks like a pacifier. You know, they D- dig the big game. They dig all of it, man. They and DK, if, if he scheduled these, I understand being spontaneous. Yeah. Yeah. But DK, if you scheduled your hair color and did something with the Seahawks that they have like wig nights. So on that particular day, if huh. you knew one week you wanted to go like blonde or green or red, then they could... You know, have something that could pass out to the crowd, what to the think? kids who could what do you also think? rock DK's hair for that what do you for think? that game. What do you think? Hey man, how do you how you don't know I don't already, I, I don't already have it in most. Oh my bad, big boy. my bad, big fella. Excuse me, you're talking to a Hollywood star now. I forgot, okay. man. I he just forgot. went Hollywood you on know, you. He, he did. He <laughs> wasn't Hollywood at WrestleMania. Wow. We, we were two wrestling fans. Wow. You know, just <laughs> <laughs> see how it works. He gets one movie, one movie role, and, and look at it now. Acts yep, brand new. <laughs> DK. All right, so then my, last one for you. What is the goal? Like, do you, do you write stuff down before season? What, what, what is your goal right now, DK Metcalf, going into 2022? What do you got for me? Um, my goal is, number one, just to continue to be a great leader on this team um, and the re- let the rest take care of itself. I know Rome wasn't built in a day, so mm-hmm. I'm not going to try to – you know, press the issue with anything. I got a lot of personal goals that I'm going to keep to myself, but uh, the main goal when I wake up is, is just to be a good leader. All right. Well, my goal is to get you running for the uh, St. Jude next year, the 40. I'm going to try and get you next year. All right, bet. 
Yes, sir. Please do that. I would love it. Okay, and then and then no. instead of you running simulcam uh, through me, maybe we'll just run <laughs> side by side and see how it works. See how it works. All right, bet. All right. Take care of yourself, DK. I always enjoy our chats. And congrats on Secret Headquarters and your budding acting career, your uh, you know stupendous NFL career, and your contract that you earned with every single uh, blood, sweat, and tear. Thanks for the call. Yes, sir. Always good talking to you. Right back at you. That's DK Metcalf at DKM14 on both Twitter and Instagram right here on The Rich Eisen Show. And Secret Headquarters is available for streaming right now exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Here you go. Your BFF who just turned on you. How do you know? Great idea. <laughs> great idea, TJ. How do you know I'm not doing that? I think I think he went to By keep way, it as a idea. secret. You know? That is a good idea. It is a good idea. Well, somebody who's no doubt uh, got his eye on DK Metcalf's bottom line mm. with DK having been pizzayed after year three and the same thing for AJ Brown, the same thing for Debo. Debo. Right? Deontay Johnson just got paid as well. Yep. Two year extension for Debo. Correct. Well, guess what? Gabriel Davis is entering year three for himself in Buffalo, New York. Orchard Park, New York. Western New York, as they say. And he will be joining us next. 844-204-RICH is the number for you to dial as well here on this fun Monday of the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed hey folks it's time for the nfl draft which means for me I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Back here on our Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio network here, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Last year, the Buffalo Bills looked terrific against the Kansas City Chiefs in a game that uh, truly goes down in the annals of uh, NFL playoff lore. We'll be talking about it for years to come. And we look back on it as if it's Josh Allen versus Mahomes and Mahomes versus Allen and all of that. It is a quarterback-driven league. But somebody did catch a, a lot of footballs 
for uh, a ton of yards and a lot of scores in that game. Uh, And he joins us right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Eight catches, 201 yards, and four touchdown receptions in the divisional playoff game. The Bills played in Kansas City last year on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line, entering year three out of Central Florida for the Buffalo Bills is wide receiver Gabriel Davis. Good to chat with you, Gabriel. Yes, sir. Glad to be on the show. Thanks for having me. You got it. So what is your recollection of that night in Kansas City? Um, You know, it was a bittersweet moment. It was a time that I had the opportunity to go out there and and play and show what I could do, and I was able to do that. But, you know, we weren't able to come out with what we ultimately wanted was a win. Uh, But, you know, again, just a bittersweet moment for me to be able to have an opportunity and take advantage the way I did. Well, did you wake up, I mean, I guess, for lack of a better phrase, a Mayfield term, feeling dangerous? Like, did you enter that game with a, a different sensibility of yourself, Gabriel? Um, I just woke up and knew what the plan was and um, knew, I'd be, knew I'd be in the game for, for most of the game and knew I had to make some plays and make stuff happen. And you live for moments like that to be able to, uh, for people to count on you when uh when times are tough and i was able to get in the zone and be able to you know perform the way i did and so um for that game that night um what was the flight home like gabriel that night um you know it was was just shocking you know we had i feel like we played well on both sides of the ball and you know to just not come out with the win it was uh it was it was a confusing night for sure um, quiet flight back home and just thinking of everything that happened. But then just, you know, me in shock of doing what I did, eight receptions, you know, 200 yards, like you said, and four touchdowns. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm next to guys who I looked up to, you know, Larry Fitzgerald and, and Jerry Rice when it comes to postseason stats. And, you know, that's 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 what I work for, and I'm happy to uh, be a part of um, some names that are, you know, the best ever play. This is the receiver in my life, Gabriel Davis. Michael Irvin talks about distance traveled all the time and how that builds character, builds teams. And uh, the, the famous photograph of your teammate, Stephon Diggs, watching the Chiefs celebrate the AFC championship victory two years ago in that building, watching them hoist the, the Lamar Hunt trophy. And now last year, I'm wondering how those losses in Kansas City helped build your team with so much expectation surrounding it this year for you? Yeah, a lot of the guys have been uh, sacrificing a lot to put the time and the work in to be where we want to be. Um, I feel like our team is, is at its peak, and I'm ready to see what we do this season. It's going to be a lot of fun. You know, a guy like Steph, like you said, with that picture, I mean, I know Steph is working real hard in this offseason, and he's a great guy to play on the other side of, and I got all the confidence in the world when he's over there. Yeah, I mean, uh, how, how does – how, when you line up and see maybe a, a safety shading in his direction, that's got to light up your eyes too, right, Gabriel? I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, having 14 on the other side uh, with his experience and his the way he plays the game, again, it, it brings me a lot of confidence um, and a lot of ability to do what I want as well on the field um, and have a little bit more opportunity. But We'll see uh, this year where those safeties will be shaded. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't. I think you caught some people's attention, Gabriel. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I think you did. Of course. You of know. course. And I say it in the most humbling way um, of course. as I could. Um, you know, so again, just happy to now um, have an opportunity to play a little bit more and be across a guy I couldn't, you know, I wouldn't be more happier than playing with on the field. Of course. Gabriel Davis here on the Rich Eisen Show. What is it like being in the huddle with Josh Allen? Can you walk me through what that's like? 
with him. Yeah, I mean, Josh, you know, Josh is a competitor. He wants to win. When he comes in the huddle and calls that play, you're ready to go. Um, we got everybody um, in that huddle and on that sideline has trust in him to lead this team to a victory. And that's how I feel every time he calls a play and run the huddle. And as soon as we break it, I'm like, all right, we're going to make something happen. Um, and 17 is a guy that you can trust to do that. And excited to be able to be a part of this team with him and excited to see what he does this year as well. Yeah, because I, I, I mean, watching your offense when he's cooking, which is, you know, frequent, um, makes me think like you're not you're not stoppable. And and he, when he's running at you or throwing it, it it it, it leads to I would think a deflation on the defensive side of the ball. I, I'm wondering what about the elation for you when you break the huddle, knowing that you're cooking. Can you describe the confidence level that you are all feeding off of at that point, yeah. Gabriel? I mean, yeah, I mean, you can see it. You can see it in the way he plays once he gets in the rhythm and understands what's going on. I mean. It's a man who he's a man who can't be stopped. Uh and again, like I said, I got all the trust in the world when I have seventeen um on the same side as me on the field. And I know it uh probably um, you know, freaks people out when they have to go against him, especially when he's on a roll because he's dangerous. And um just happy to to be a part of that with him and um happy to see how good he's been. I know how I know how people talked about him when he was first coming into elite and into the NFL. Um, even the past, even the couple of years he was even playing, and to see what level he's at now, I'm excited for him. So he's earned it, he's worked for it, and it's going to be a good year. Did you uh, have a good view when he jumped over the when he, the entire Kansas City Chiefs defense in one <laughs> moment? Did you have a good view of that? Yeah. What was that? Yeah, that was a, uh, yeah, I had a great view. I was watching it. You know, he does it every single year. He has at least one hurdle a year. <laughs> um, we figured out with him, so. He's always down to make a big play with the ball in his hands, whether it's throwing the ball or running it, and you can trust him again, like I said. Um, he's a true dual threat quarterback, and he's excited. To play. He's a really exciting to play with. Did you say something to him when you got back in the huddle? Like, what was that? Where did that come from? Or did he say something after that? No, you, no you expect it. Um, wow. You see it from him. You know, I mean, as soon as I remember the first year I ever played with him, and just when he stepped on the field, um, he had this swagger about him where it was like you knew he was the guy and knew that um, – he had all the confidence in the world as well when he was on the field. So I knew he was a quarterback that I wanted to play with from day one. Gabriel Davis here on the Rich Eisen Show. Drafted in the fourth round in 2020. Uh, that was the pandemic draft. Walk me through your draft night and who called you from the from the Bills, Gabriel Davis. Yeah. Um, so I remember I had I actually had family over for that uh, second was it second day. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know thought I was be a second or third round guy. It didn't happen. And I just remember um, being so embarrassed, having everybody at the house and, you know, not making it to, you know, having having to be where I thought I was going to be. And I went in, I, I remember going in my bathroom and I just, I just cried because I was so embarrassed of um, not going where I thought I'd be. And next day came and getting that call, I, Brandon Beam was on the phone and I told Brandon that, you know, they can count on me and they'll get everything that I got and, you know, they won't regret this decision and, you know, I'm glad I was able to play the way I've been and do what I do. And, you know, my mom was happy either way, you know, if it was sure. the first round or, the, or, or undrafted, you know. Um, she's just happy to see her son doing what she's doing. But I had a lot of family, a lot of friends there, and everybody was excited. And I was glad to be able to, you know, get off the board and have everybody there watching. Sounds like quite a chip, Gabriel. I'm not going to lie. Um, where, where, you know, you're, you're cleaning up or the party's cleaning up on that Friday night. You're still out there on the board. Um, and I, I'm wondering if that you take that on the field with you. Every week. Oh, yeah, 100%. I was always, um, 
told I was too slow to play receiver and um, <laughs> I couldn't do it and that um, I was never the star coming out of my city or anything like that. I was always the underdog and a late bloomer and I just knew I'd be able to, if I put the work in and put the time in and sacrificed everything for this game, I knew it would pay me back and you know, that's what I try and think about every single day. So I go out there and give give it my all each and every single day. I mean, I'm not a scout. Uh, I don't watch all 22 in my spare time that much. But uh, who the hell told you you were not fast enough to be wide receiver, Gabriel Davis? I mean, yeah, this is yeah, this is back when um, I was in high school, um, getting recruited and stuff, and people thought I was a tight end, and also, you know, again, just thought I wasn't didn't have the ability to play receiver. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I honestly don't know what it was. Uh, I, I, I thought I was good enough, but I remember Coach Beckton uh, from UCF. They, I remember he, he was the tight end coach at the time. He thought I was going to play tight end. He came to one of my high school games, and I had five catches for 225 yards and three touchdowns. He's like, oh, yeah, you're a receiver. Don't worry about it. We'll, we'll, we'll put you at receiver in. And that kind of kicked off that kind of moment for me at UCF to – to play the position that I've always wanted to play. Gabriel Davis here on the Rich Eisen Show. You're not superstitious. You were 13. What? Do you, what? Do, how did that happen? Um, I was actually 11 growing up and okay. got to UCF and someone had it at the time. And 13 was the only low number available, really. Um, so I just took that and ran with it. And ever since, it's done me good. You know, and came to the Bills and Cole Beasy was 11, and which was fine with me. I wanted to stay 13 and was able to do that. And you know, it's been doing me well. It sure has. So you, I guess you don't have. A, hey, Kurt Warner was thirteen. He 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 swears by it. I mean, yeah, Kurt Warner was thirteen. Yeah, and I remember that's when I fell in love with the football. Was I was watching that? I think it was the '08 Super Bowl, and Larry Fitzgerald caught that. That's caught right. That uh, post and ran it in for the touchdown. I said, "Mom, I want to do that. I want to be like him." <laughs> and and Larry was kind of that guy that I always wanted to uh, mimic and be like because he was a big strong you know physical receiver wasn't didn't have the best speed but you know had great hands and was a smart guy on the field and dependable and that's the kind of player i wanted to be hey gabriel davis you chose a winner man a person too human uh football player all of it i mean you larry fitzgerald is a great person to choose to try and emulate that is yes, for sir. sure have you met him you ever crossed paths uh, i met him once yeah okay met him once uh he signed a jersey for me and everything it was actually pretty right. pretty cool moment to uh in the league with the same guy I looked up to when I was literally, you know, nine years old. Sounds like Larry Fitzgerald to me. Uh, before I let you go, uh, Gabriel Davis, what's your favorite Bills Mafia story? You got one? Share one for me, with me. <laughs> what do you got? My favorite Bills Mafia story? Yeah, running into somebody oh. in town, I don't know, or just um, I don't hearing about it secondhand or anything that obviously involved you. You got a good uh, one? I got, it, it doesn't even involve me, but... Okay. This is when I knew I loved one of my uh, one of my guys who we got uh, last year. Spencer Brown was a rookie, and um, I think it's the Carolina game. Diggs caught a nice ball in the corner of the end zone, and we're all celebrating. And this man Spencer Brown goes in the crowd and grabs a butt a blue light and and uh, chugs it on the field through his face mask and everything. Just pours the whole beer onto his face um, during the game. This is like the first or second quarter. Yeah. And this guy is, is partying like that, and I just knew we had a stud on our team after that. That's that's it. I know. Yeah. It was, and then he has a big old picture of it at his house. That's just you know. I mean, it's it's the best picture you could have of yourself in football. I mean, I don't think he'll get anything better than that. Do you got a good Von Miller story already? Anything now that he's on Vaughn your team? It, yeah, Von is a uh, 
Vaughn is a DJ, I guess, on the weekends. He has the whole setup in the locker room, big old 12 speakers and the whole DJ setup, and he's, you know, thinking he's at the club every single day when uh, before practice. So that's something interesting. I didn't know about him. Okay. Does he take requests? Do you give him requests? Anything like that or what? Um, I think he has his own mixes. I haven't requested anything yet, but I remember I forgot what, I forgot what country song was on. I'm like, man, who is playing this <laughs> country behind song? Who is it? And if, out of everybody in locker room is Vaughn Miller. So it's something that you never expect uh, to see that I saw. It was the funniest thing from him. Yeah, it's one of those, like, who's playing? Oh, it's Vaughn. It's, it's good. It's kind of like one of those coaches go, no, 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 yes type moments, right? That's, yeah, exactly. It's pretty, exactly. <laughs> that's pretty much what it is. All right, before I let you go then, last one for you, the expectation level for your teams through the roof. I mean, there's a reason why you're opening up the season against the world champion Rams. Uh, there's a reason why you have all of these nationally televised appearances. There's a reason why there's so many people circling the wagons, to use the phrase of my friend Chris Berman. How are you handling all the level of expectation, Gabriel Davis, for the Bills? You know, you know, we're just taking it day by day. We, you know, obviously um, we can't say that we don't see it as well. I mean, it's, it's every, the expectation is everywhere. But again, we just try to keep everything in-house and keep that same mindset we've had for the past two years um, and just keep coming into work every single day, trying to prove ourselves. And not to prove to anybody else, but prove to ourselves what we can do and what, what, we, uh, what we're worth and what, we can, what we've been working for this whole time. Um, we've had a great camp. It's been a lot of fun with these guys. We have a great team, a lot of great players, a lot of great people. Um, and I feel like it's been a long time coming. I'm excited to see what we do this year. Gabriel Davis, I'm not just saying this because uh, you called into the show and I really enjoyed the chat, but uh, every year uh, I'm in a fantasy league with my colleague across the way, Chris Brockman, who is the general manager of this team. Um, and um, sometimes I'm not available to uh, be at the draft and I will give him the name of a player or two that he's got to come out of the draft with this year. And I shouldn't be saying this on live television and radio, but I'll do it anyway. You're that guy. You're that guy this year. You're that guy. <laughs> I, I, I honestly, I'm in two leagues, and if I if I don't walk out with Gabriel Davis on my fantasy team on either one, I'm going to be sorely disappointed. That's a fact. That's a true story. Well, I, I, I appreciate that support, man. It means a lot coming from a guy like you as well. I appreciate you saying that. But so go do go go forth and uh, multiply your uh, your touchdowns, sir. Enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Thank you. And look for my call during the season. Please do. I got you. And tell no Stefan Diggs not to be a stranger. I mean, he ducks a lot of the media, man. I don't understand it. He's so popular and he's so nice to talk to. And then I call him and he's just like, uh, who this? New phone. I don't get it. Will you tell yeah, him? Yeah, man. I, mean, I, wish I, I wish I could hold him too. You know, it's kind of hard. You know? Wow. Oh, good Lord. Well, <laughs> no, I'm kidding, I'm okay, kidding. very good. I okay. call him. He'll pick up. Okay. Yeah. You tell him. You tell him I said hi and stop being a stranger. Yeah, I will, for okay. sure. Take care, Gabriel Davis. You be well. All right. Thanks, man. The very talented Gabriel Davis right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Oh, my goodness gracious. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll just, I'll say this. As I am getting set for the first week of the season when I will have to go on NFL Network and state my case for Make the Super pick, Bowl man. pick, yeah. correct? Go for it. And when you do that, you're sitting there and you're thinking, I can't just do what everybody else is doing. You just can't. You go, you got to zig when you zag. But yeah. it, Chalk but, is boring. But when you look at what the Buffalo Bills are bringing to the table, 
when you look at what you need in the NFL, which is quarterback, who is a game changer. You need continuity on the staff and on the field and in a playbook. You can't have stuff where you're changing coordinators, changing coaches, changing playbooks. You're, you're, you've got to... You can't have two guys, Rich, who have never called offensive you. plays before somehow now managing your yes. young quarterback. Correct. Right. Can't Correct. have that. Although it helps if that happens in your division when you're the team with the continuity ah. and the game-changing quarterback. It helps. Dang it. It helps to have speed burners and route runners, and it helps to have weapons all over the map, not just at receiver, but at tight end, not just at receiver and tight end at the running back position. I didn't just, I didn't even mention the name James Cook to Gabriel Davis just now. We just hung up with him. It helps to have a pass rush. It helps to have a defense that can hit you and turn you over. It helps to have a home field advantage. It helps to have a home field advantage and you're the cold weather team that's more comfortable playing in that weather than the other. It helps to have a cold weather team with an offense built for the cold weather, which we all know has been a charge volleyed in the direction of the Green Bay Packers the last few years. It helps to have all of that. It helps to have momentum. It helps to have experience where you're building year to year to year. Man, did I just describe the Buffalo Bills to a T. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, how do you not choose this team to win the AFC? How do you not choose this team to win the whole thing? And what would that mean to that town and that fan base? Holy crap. It would be the greatest parade in the history of championship parades. Honestly. Uh, I, I, I I don't know that they'd have. Well, a, there'd probably be snow on the ground. Well, so well, they, they, well they'll uh, probably have a so boat. What? They'll probably have a boat parade, but the water will be the liquid that's that that's poured out of the cans and the bottles. <laughs> and the way that you can warm yourself is by the bonfire, and people will have a bus of their own to jump off of into a traveling tray table. <laughs> I mean, seriously, it's it's someone's gonna go over Niagara Falls on a table. It's yeah, it is <laughs> it, it, table at the bottom. It is so all set up. So I've got a couple more weeks to make this decision, but yeah, but you're going for yeah, it. I don't know. You know. I mean, how do you not like? How do you not? How do you not have the bills? Man? Listen, how do you yeah. not listen to what we just heard from Gabriel Davis? And not sit here and think, okay, that's that's one piece of their puzzle, and it's a hell of a piece, a big piece, to use the the phrase from the you know the brilliant Dr. Richard Kimball once said as he put the phone down. I found a big piece. He's a big piece, man. Opening games, you know, be a lot. So I mean, they're team, man, the Rams. I've said my piece right now. I don't I don't want to go too crazy and overboard, but how do you not when you see the fact that they signed Von Miller to that defense that's already opportunistic enough. And there's one last thing that you mentioned, identity. Identity. You know what their identity is? Their identity is tough. Their identity is relentless. Their relentless is to beat, yes, that out of you. Yeah. And so 
on both sides of the ball. And I didn't even mention the punt god, our guy, our glue guy, Matt Ariza, who kicked one 82 yards. So just think, folks, just think, folks, you get somehow Josh Allen rattled or you get the Bills off the field when they're rolling. You get them off the field, you three and out or six and out them. You you get Josh Allen off the field, and they're deep in their own end. And, you you know, you're going to get good field position. Nuh-uh. Someone's going to kick it over your head and pin you inside your own 10 from his own 10. Josh Allen, I'd love to see how far Allen can throw it and how far Ariza can punt it. It's like a Hail Mary punt every time. Ooh, that's a good question. So they got the special teams even particularly special and unique. So and you're gonna show you which way I'm leaning right now. But you're gonna have them playing Tom Brady, right? Maybe so. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> Brady versus the Bills one last time? That would be awesome. I don't know. I'm 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 still going back and forth on all of that. Yeah. 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the show. Uh, the Bill Belichick press conference moment of the day. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. And then that'll help set up Tommy Curran, the top of hour number three here on the Rich Eisen Show. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about... How to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. We'll take your calls. Our friends at NetSuite would like to know if you know the numbers for your business. Because if you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business. And that is true when your business is growing fast and even more true when there's a lot of uncertainty that's going on out there. But not every business is in the dark, folks. Over 31,000 businesses know their numbers because they use NetSuite by Oracle, the number one cloud financial system. NetSuite gives you visibility and control of your financials, planning, budgeting, and of course, inventory, so you can manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need all in one place. In 2022, profit is the new growth, folks, so NetSuite helps you identify rising costs, automate your manual business processes, and see where to save your money. Know your numbers, know your business, and get to know how NetSuite can be the source of truth for your entire company. Right now, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program, so go to this website, netsuite.com slash richradio. Right now, netsuite.com slash richradio. netsuite.com slash, don't forget, richradio. Right here on the Rich Eisen Show. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. So uh, there was a, there was a, a joy and a disappointment in New England this weekend when I was there. I've been there for the last week. Uh, the joy 
Uh, boy, is it fun watching the Yankees uh, poop the bed in front of an entire family of Red Sox fans. That's great. Uh, against the Red Sox. That was uh, wonderful. Poop the bed or we outplayed you. Oh, the Yankees have lost 8-9 of 11. They are, they are doing that to the bed. It's been bad. Right now. And you outplayed it. I mean... They 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 made a they made a ton of mistakes like throwing fastballs to Tommy Pham like it's like it's like it's uh, uh home run derby <laughs> like this guy's a, a first a first pitch fastball guy and that's all they do is I feed know. him and and He's uh, playing great oh god like he, like it's a Jock Peterson fantasy football waiver wire just keep firing it in there to Tommy Pham <laughs> but you know um and the, you know and. There are three guys that, for some reason, the Yankees still haven't figured out how to pitch. Devers. That's one. <laughs> the other two are Altuve and Alex Bregman. You know, keep, keep, keep having those guys beat you and beat your brains in every time. Yeah. But at any rate, um, Yanks have lost 9-11, and the Red Sox won two of the three over yeah. the weekend, including 3 nothing last night. I'm glad I was on a plane for that one. Um, and on the flip side, uh, the Patriots season is over. It is completely over. Not great. Uh, August 15th because um, Josh McDaniels is now the head coach in Las Vegas. And the guy who's been running the Patriots offense for the last decade and a half, with the exception of his cup of coffee when he was the Denver Broncos head coach, uh, he's gone. And Belichick handed the reins of the offense over to two guys who've never really called the plays. Certainly not in New England. Joe Judge, who when he was there was the special teams coach before he became the Giants head coach, where the Giants offense that led to uh, Judge's firing fe- uh, featured a, uh, uh, a um, what you call it? surrender formation. You know, third down run play when your season's over and you've got nothing left to lose and you basically uh, take a knee inside your own 10 in a tight game against a, uh, an opponent that... You know, pretty much you should put it all out there to beat because your fan base is calling for your head. And then there's Matt Patricia, who was on the defensive side of the ball, right? When he was there? He was the defensive coordinator. Ah, that guy. Didn't look so good. And both of them wanted – that's the one thing. It, it, we, all, we all heard that it was going to be Patricia's job. Right. And then both Patricia and Judge wound up calling plays like it was a competition of some sort. Well, Judge, it's a process. Judge was calling the plays with the third team while Patricia was talking to Mac and Brian Hoyer. It, it looked I, I like split split responsibilities, which you don't see, but it it's preseason it and it's Bill doing Bill things. So latest um, uh, question of Bill Belichick on this very subject days later is today's Bill Belichick press conference moment. Today's Bill Belichick press conference moment. Well, we prefer to win. Play call. You're going through a process, just like everything else on the team. What's the nature of the, that process? Is it competitive? You know, like it is for the players, where you're competing for opportunity and being evaluated. No, that doesn't have anything to do with it. Then how would you characterize the process? It's we don't have time for that. <laughs> I appreciate the question. I really do. I, I know. I know how interested you are in that subject, and. I'd love to be able to shed a little more light on it, but it's honestly, it's a much longer conversation. You did shed some light. It's not competitive. So you did shed some light on it. Yeah. Hey, just trying to help out. <laughs> Fantastic. Just trying to help I out. Mean, 
<laughs> and he's smiling. He's I mean, because it's just like, you know, he knows by week one. He probably knows exactly who's going to call the plays in week one or I don't know. But whatever it is, it's like it, it's amazing how it's in Bill you trust until you think he's lost it and no longer you can't trust him to know. You know, you can't it, trust him to know anymore. In, in Bill we trust. I don't trust Matt and Joe. <laughs> but he trusts them. <laughs> Otherwise, he wouldn't be placing Mac so, Jones's so career why? in their hands. I, I just can't believe we every day sit here and question Bill Belichick. It's coming again. Like, it's a little ridiculous. I'm question. Well, I don't know. You maybe, are. Maybe I am. You definitely are. Everybody yeah. is. It's like they didn't announce who the coordinators are. We'll I'm talk pretty about sure it with Tom knows. Curran coming up next hour. I'm pretty sure he knows everything. He's got it all mapped out. I if I I can't well, believe you're even pretending to sweat right well, now. Well, if he bro. says if he says it's 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 not a competition, <laughs> right? And why is Joe Judge calling plays in the second half of the first preseason game? Just in case Patricia yeah. comes down with something, or I don't know, him. or he's just giving it a whirl. See how both like the, do the master <laughs> chess player when it, it comes to this. It does moves? look like he's test auditioning both. both guys. Yes. Yeah. But Mac Jones didn't even play. So they're calling plays for the backups? I, that, I, I'll see how good they are. If, which backup, is, which by the way, we didn't even mention earlier. Of course the offense isn't going to look good if Mac's not out there. Right. No, Come exactly. on. Yeah. Really? You know, and, and Mac, it, it, it would be the one thing that he does appear to have as Brady-esque, if you don't mind me saying such a thing easy hold on i know that but what he does appear to have is the ability to um assimilate what the defense is trying to do make a decision and get rid of it like he's not holding on to it and he's not running with it like zach wilson did in a preseason game right right so because he can't in order for him to get hurt (laughs) it would have to be sort of a freakish thing like what happened with brady that's what I. That's why I'm saying. Also, the other the other reason why I'm not you're I keeping mean, him out because yeah, he doesn't. I guess need the reps. I don't know. I'm sure he does. You it's, also don't want him to get hurt. You look what just happened right. with the Jets. I mean, I was turning it up a little earlier, but zero offensive skill starters played in the game on Thursday. Okay, so they're going to look yeah, bad. Okay, and he's so, probably sitting there. So let Joe Judge get a you know I don't get know some get, reps. And I mean, the only guy get out reps. there who's probably going to see some significant time was Tyquan Thornton, and he caught a touchdown. So, I'm willing to wait another week sh- before I <laughs> really overreact. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like next Monday, let's check back in. I love it. Bill, Bill's like, I appreciate the question. You know, but we don't have time to go into it here. Yeah, man. Like if Mac goes ten of eleven and it were two touchdowns this weekend, I'm going to be great. But Bill, Bill's ha- yeah, that's right. Bill's, just like Zach Wilson. That's the part. Of the, what would you rather have your situation or mine? Well, mine. Always, okay. Yeah. Thank exactly. you. Go. Yeah, yeah. Always. Okay. <laughs> my guy's just up the road here getting ready to pop a Vicodin. I can dock my boat next to him. He's up that close. 